Hey, everybody. Welcome to episode number 27 of the NYC Real Estate Podcast. I'm your host, I'm Mark Levine from property management firm EBMG. And today I am all alone. Next week, I hope to have some guests on the podcast to bring uh, some great information to you. But I just wanted to do a quick episode uh, to go over some information that has come out over the last few weeks. If you want to email the podcast, you could do so at nycrealestatepodcast at gmail.com. Again, that's nycrealestatepodcast at gmail.com. We love to take emails and answer everything here. I uh, hope everybody at home is staying healthy and staying safe and staying inside if you're able to. So um, I'm going to go over a few things. If you haven't already subscribed to the podcast, we would love that. I'm also throwing these up onto YouTube at uh, youtube.com slash XLEXCEL Bradshaw, B R A D S H A W. Again, that's youtube.com slash XL Bradshaw. And it's maybe not helpful right now, but when I have guests, it's great to see us both kind of interacting. So uh, Governor Cuomo has just stated this week, and I'm filming this on May 8th, that residential evictions are going to be extended until August 20th of this year. And in addition to that, tenants can use their security deposits against any unpaid rent if they request to do so. So for any landlords that are holding security deposits, they can now put that towards the unpaid rent to hopefully uh, stop any non-payment issues from happening on a tenant request. Also, this is important because we're having a lot of people that may be, as we go further along, I mean, the unemployment rates are crazy right now, but as we go further along and the months go longer and people are out of jobs, they're going to have an issue paying rent. And if you have to choose between food and shelter, um, knowing that there's no you know, uh, eviction until August, you may choose food over the shelter, which um, is entirely uh, understandable. So even though the evictions aren't taking place and the courts aren't open except for any emergency motions, uh, the lawyers are still able to draft up all the paperwork. The landlords are still able to uh, send out notices that, you know, rent is due and rent is in arrears and, you know, please pay and just keeping track of everything. So just keep a note on that. For any commercial evictions, uh, most commercial evictions have a moratorium that's going to end on June 20th. And that's as of now. And again, all these things are kind of week by week and sometimes they switch, sometimes they don't. Just as the uh, residential uh, tenants have been implying their security deposits towards the unpaid rent, so have a lot of the commercial tenants already. That's already been something that's going on. Energy benchmarking. So every year, based on either a local law 133 or a local 84, whichever you fit into, local law 133 is essentially any building that's over 25,000 square feet. Local law 84 is any building that's over 50,000 square feet. Those are the yearly energy benchmarking to track how you're doing on an energy basis year to year. Uh, the normal filing date, let's say for now, it would be May 1st, which passed last week for 2019's numbers for the benchmarking. The city has extended that to August 1st. So if you file late, you're not going to get a violation for it unless you go past that August 1st date uh, to put in the data and file that with the city. So just keep that in mind that that's shifting I haven't heard any moratoriums or pauses on the gas inspections, which is the every four-year gas inspection. Uh, I've covered that in past you know, uh, episodes of this podcast. That's uh, a sensor test that's going to happen in every single building in New York City that has uh, gas uh, into the building. And depending on your bin number, uh, 
you have to file one test per bin number and your community board number tells you which cycle that you're in and it's for your cycles and the community boards uh, are, you know, a, a list of them for this year, next year, the following year and, to, you know, further down 2024 and then it kind of repeats. Uh, New York City storefront registration requirement. This is relatively new. I figured I would bring it up. It's something that a lot of people that listen to the podcast may not know about but need to act on. It's Local Law 157 of 2019, and it's the Department of Finance registration. And it states that owners of ground floors or second floor commercial properties visible from the street and accessible to public from the street or interior of the building are required to file an annual registration providing information about the spaces. This does include restaurants and all service sector firms operating in storefront spaces. So now that we're in this whole COVID era, you know, we, we've got a lot of construction that has stopped, uh, some that hasn't. People are concerned and confused. Is, you know, is this work considered essential? Is this allowed to go on in the building? Uh, I figured I would just bring out some key points of what is allowed, what's considered to be essential work. Uh, local law compliance inspections and tests of elevators and your facades and your boilers, those are considered essential work. Facade inspections are permissible during the pause and presumably we're looking for any unsafe conditions. So that's why the facade inspections, which is part of your FISP, your facade inspection safety protocol, um, formerly local law 11, those are still going on. Suspended scaffolds, industrial rope access, boom lifts and other facade inspection related equipment can be used during this pause. There are penalties for performing non-essential construction work, and it's a maximum of $10,000 issued to each permit holder found in violation of the site. So the city has taken this pretty seriously that unless you're deemed to be part of the essential construction, you should not be out there right now. Um, in addition, we're always preaching social distancing with all of our residents. We put out memos. Um, only one person or one family should be taking the elevator at a time. One person should be in the laundry room at a time. These are very important. Six feet apart. You know, a lot of these buildings in the hallways, you're not able to do that. So the penalty for not practicing social distancing on an essential construction site is also a maximum of $10,000 issued to each permit holder found in violation of the site. And there are safety guidances that could be found on the COVID-19 response page, and that's part of DOB. Um, essential construction requests must be made by the applicant of record, a registered design professional via nyc.gov slash DOB now, and that's for the DOB's consideration and response. And I'm getting a lot of this information from uh, RAND Engineering uh, since they send out a lot of information by email. They're at randpc.com, and they are a, uh, a large engineering firm that sends out a lot of this, and they also do a lot of this work. Uh, once an essential construction request is approved, a certificate of authorization must be printed and posted at the worksite. If the pause is extended, a new certificate will need to be posted. Uh, sidewalk sheds may be removed during the pause if the associated hazard it was installed to protect, protect has been made safe. Now, we've seen that essential work is considered to be an unsafe uh, situation with a facade. So if you get it to the point where it's either safe with the repair and maintenance or if it's safe, you can then take down the sidewalk shed. So the types of construction that are allowed to continue, uh, DOB has further clarified that. So emergency construction, projects necessary to protect the health and safety of occupants, uh, including emergency work ordered by the DOB, 
restoration of essential services such as heat and hot water, cold water, gas, electricity, or other utilities, work that's necessary to address the conditions requiring corrective action that severely affects the life, health, safety, property, or a significant number of persons. Obviously, that includes the FISP program. And construction necessary to continue a project that would be unsafe to allow it to remain undone. And it goes on to say essential construction is in transit facilities, on private properties, utilities, hospitals, homeless shelters, uh, public or private schools, and uh, affordable housing. So even though the city is shut down or New York State is on pause, as uh, we're saying, there are a lot of caveats and carve-outs for the work that is allowed um, in buildings. And a lot of these are gonna affect the property owners and the property managers. Um, so that's the construction side. And now you also saw on the, the rent side and the eviction side, and you know, if you're not paying your common charges, if you're not paying your maintenance charges, if you're not paying your rent charges, um, it's not a free pass per se. There are, there are some buildings that if they do have shareholders or unit owners or renters that are showing some sort of a hardship, they're uh, working with those individual tenants to say, okay, uh, maybe we can't waive the fees, but we could work out a payment plan for you so that you have something to fall back on and we could ease the burden a little bit. So I think that working together works a lot better than trying to um, bring an eviction case or a holdover case once the courts do reopen. And keep in mind, I mean, this is now a backlog of probably about two months. By the time we're out of this in August, we're going to be at another three months. So we're looking at five months of a uh, potential shutdown. And then the, the backlog is going to be tremendous. So it's, it's something to, to really work on the front end right now to really get ahead of and work out as many plans as you can with everybody else. Um, so that's really all that I have to discuss today. It's a quick one because I'm alone and I, I usually like to talk to people about this stuff. But again, let me, let me give you some important email addresses and phone numbers. NYC Real Estate Podcast at gmail.com nycrealestatepodcast at gmail.com. I'm Mark Levine. You can check out my company, EBMG, at ebmg.com. And we manage about 100 residential buildings in the five boroughs. And I've been doing this for over 20 years at this point. And I'm one of the owners of the company. You can call me directly at 212-335-2723, extension 201. Again, that's 212 212- 335-2723, extension 201. Uh, if you have any questions, send it to us and we'll cover it next week. We've got some uh, podcast recordings set up with different companies and we hope to push out a lot more info. And please share this episode, share the podcast. I will be indebted to you. And if you send me an email uh, that you did it, I can at least you know thank you on here. All right, so I will see everybody next time. Have a great weekend. Everybody stay safe. Everybody stay home.